Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Ed McAllister, CIO at UPMC. In this chapter, McAllister talks about his team's focus on the growing trend of consumerism in healthcare, how they're leveraging data to give patients the experience they want, and the partnership with local universities that he believes will change the way diseases are treated and prevented. Hi, Ed. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Sure. Thank you, Kate. I'm sure that most of our readers and listeners are, are familiar with UPMC, but if you could just give a little bit of information, just what you have in terms of uh, you know, number of hospitals, clinical locations, things like that. Sure. Uh, UPMC is a, a $12 billion uh, organization that we're comprised of 20-plus hospitals, uh, about 3,500 employed physicians, and we also have an insurance services subsidiary that uh, we have a, a network of probably over 100 hospitals and 12,000 physicians uh, in the health plan network, along with 2 million members uh, and multiple employer groups across uh, Medicare, Medicaid, and commercial population. Okay. And we also have an international division uh, as well that, that does business outside of the domestic U.S. And uh, uh, we also have just embarked on a UPMC Enterprises division within UPMC, which is the kind of the innovation arm of, of what we're doing. So while we're focused uh, on world-class patient care, we have an innovation arm uh, that we've just uh, embarked upon. Okay. Yeah, that, that's something we'll definitely want to get into. Um, such a such a big topic now. Now, in terms sure. of your your role, um, so you're you're a CIO, and so if you could just talk a little bit about um, you know the key facets of your role, and then uh, you know the type of uh, the size of the team you're you're looking at. Sure. So so I'm senior vice president and chief information officer for UPMC as a as an enterprise. Uh, the IT uh, organization is comprised of somewhere in the vicinity of 1,400 employees spread across the, uh, you know, the departments that I outlined earlier. Uh, again, in the, the key areas within UPMC are the, obviously the insurance services division, which I mentioned, the health services division, which uh, is comprised of our hospital and physician uh, population, and then we have corporate services uh, and as well as the international side. So the, the IT organization is spread across those areas along with the UPMC Enterprise in support of the Enterprise uh, initiatives. All right. So now in terms of uh, the clinical application environment, what, what is the picture in the hospitals right now? Is there, there are a few different systems that are live? Well, well, where we're headed, and I think I think all of healthcare is headed toward consumerism, right? And it, and it sounds like a very generic term, but as UPMC, as as I outlined, who we are and what we do, we're actually uniquely, I think, uniquely positioned to to meet the the consumerism trend that's happening and actually define uh, what it could be, whether it's across hospital. Uh, hospitals, physicians, uh, payers. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. I actually spent the first uh, number of years here at UPMC on the as CIO of the Insurance Services Division uh, for the first uh, probably 14 years that I was here, and the last couple being in this in this uh, extended role. But I, I see the difference between how a person is viewed as a consumer from a payer perspective versus when they enter the clinical environment. I think here at UPMC, we've kind of 
we're attempting to break down the, the barriers and the walls between each and have just a very smooth person consumer experience. Uh, uh, so when we talk about systems, I think we, we obviously have to do the mechanics around what it takes for patient care and some of the tradi more traditional legacy clinical systems. But a, a big focus has been on how do we have the, the experience of a person that's coming through UPMC, the UPMC environment, and have it be a, a very consistent, uh, very personal experience for that, whether it be patient, member, uh, or employee. Okay. Yeah, I would think that, that that's really um, an interesting perspective you have, having that, that experience on the insurance side. And we're seeing so much of this, uh, this kind of a, a blend or, or, or trying to get to that, that blend where you say you talk about the consumer on, from the payer point of view and the clinical and those two worlds merging together. And I would think that that having those 14 years on that insurance side gives you a pretty unique perspective there. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, much like other sectors, I mean, what consumers want is the highest quality at the lowest cost, exceptional customer experience. So in, instead of us trying to figure out what the consumer wants, we engage the consumer. So it's more of an outside-in approach than an inside-out and trying to, to guess what the consumer experience should be. So we have, as you can imagine, we have a lot of data on, on an individual. So me as Ed McAllister, I come in as a health plan member. There's a certain level of data, whether it be claims data, um, you know, HRA self-report data, and then from a, on a clinical side, my obviously my medical record has other information. So what we try to do is we try to create a federated experience across all of the all of the UPMC environments, so that it becomes a very personal experience for an individual such as myself who is a member of the UPMC health plan, also a patient of a UPMC physician, and I've, uh, you know, I've ex had exposure to UPMC hospitals as well. So creating that federated experience, that continuous experience so that we know the person is, is I think, the uh, kind of that holy grail of what we're trying to reach. Right. Now, uh, along th those lines of uh, creating that experience, a lot of work needs to be done to, to uh, integrate all this data. So if you want to just, just talk about, um, uh, first of all, what, what are you doing in terms of uh, you know, patient engagement, patient, patient portals? Like, What's your strategy there? Sure. So, so there are three key areas, I think, where we're, whether it's, whether it's payer, this is a UPMC strategy more so than a specific payer strategy or provider strategy, but it's really three key areas, and I think they're uh, guidance, motivation, and convenience. So in the area of guidance, uh, you know, obviously we create the cost transparency tools and quality comparisons because cost quality is what it comes down to at the end of the day. Uh, I, I think that we provide, when you talk about member portals, wellness tools, we try to meet the consumer where the consumer wants to be met. So it's not necessarily a one-size-fits-all when we say, hey, we have a transparency tool on a portal. So you know, we know that, uh, you know, mHealth and, and the use of mobile devices is becoming more and more uh, prominent out in the marketplace. So that, that's where our focus is as well. So trying to meet the, the person where they are and guide them through the process through the use of, you know, transparency tools, you know, quality uh, comparisons, condition management, and the portals and, and wellness tools. The second piece on the, on the motivation side is we have a Motivate Me program, which, uh, you know, it, it encompasses the weight race type activities, uh, digital device connectors. So, you know, you see everybody has a wearable device. I don't think you could walk into a store or restaurant and not see somebody without a Fitbit or, a, you know, mm -hmm. some type of device tracking their activity. Uh, so as opposed to starting with the technology, we're focused on, hey, they're, they're going to be, that's pretty much the commodity piece. So how do we tie that into the experience and, and 
reach out to the consumer and motivate them through what they're already doing. And then the last piece is the convenience, and, and I mentioned the mobility. Uh, I mean, I think we're all headed toward the kind of the iPhone, you know, mobile device uh, activity. I'll, I'll give you an example. My daughter's a college student, right? So I can tell you her PCP is Google. You know, if she, if you ask her who her primary care is, and she does a lot of self-diagnosis, and and so the the her mobile device is actually her primary care provider at the beginning, and she'll diagnose something and say, hey, I may need an appointment. Hey, Dad, Mom, what do you think? So I think that the the convenience of of how the consumer wants their healthcare experience to be is is critical. Right. Absolutely. As far as what you said about wearables and things like that, it, it's something that's just becoming so huge. The numbers are, are, are staggering. So yeah. now I guess the big question is how do you leverage that information that, you know, when patients are taking so much time to enter this information into devices and, and how, do you, how do you leverage that? Well, we through through analytics through the analytics engine. So so the data is one piece, and data alone is not very interesting. But when you apply advanced analytics around the data, and again, when I talk about you know UPMC being uniquely positioned, if you think about the uh, the data sources that we have and and the ability that we have to do what is becoming more and more obvious is healthcare analytics in a person-centered world more so than just analytics in a more general way. So uh, we're able to use that data as we collect the data in the various forms to have more targeted, uh, a more targeted experience for that consumer, whether it be, you know, the, you know, outreach in, in, the, in the way of a text message saying, hey, don't forget to do X or, um, you know, reminder of an appointment or, you know, you, or congr- just, a, just a congratulatory uh, to say, hey, you're doing a great job. You know, we see you're, you know, you've actually accomplished your 10,000 steps over the past three weeks every day, and congratulations. So it's, there's some motivation. As I mentioned, the three areas between guidance, motivation, and convenience, I think they're intertwined amongst the entire consumer experience. And, again, some of it could be guidance to say you need to take action in a certain way, uh, based on the data that we're collecting, or motivation to say, "Hey, you are doing a great job." And by the way, we're going to do it in, a, in, your, in the most convenient way to you. And if that means, uh, you know, a text message or, you know, a portal that you actually uh, utilize on a regular basis, then that's that's the way that we'll engage you. Right. And are you finding that there there is a willingness with among patients to to share that data, to share their personal data? I think more and more so. I think the I think that consumer education is is where it all starts. I, I you know if you if you even rewind five ten years ago, uh, when first dollar coverage out of first dollar coverage was not out of your own pocket, uh, you weren't as interested. I think that exchanges have actually piqued the interest of consumers in healthcare because they put a side by side comparison to to the different options that you have, whether it be your your insurance plan, which covers, you know, certain benefits or what the network is in a narrow network. So I think that we've, we've actually accelerated the education process for the consumer in healthcare over the past five years, like no one, no other industry has, you know, I, I think we've done, you know, for healthcare, what TripAdvisor did for the, uh, for the hotel industry and, and, and putting the side-by-side comparisons out there and, and arming people with more information to make smart decisions that are smart for them personally and not necessarily more general decisions. Right. Right. It, it does seem like it's been a bit of an untapped market, so uh, maybe we're seeing that change. Yeah. 
Okay. Now, as far as just uh, you know, having these uh, this incredibly vast amount of data, um, can you talk a little bit about your strategies just as far as data management and then uh, leveraging this analytics even outside of your organization? Sure. So, so one of the challenges with, with the abundance of data that we have is, is actually, you know, the whole overused adage that, you know, information, data to information, information to knowledge, knowledge to wisdom, the challenge that comes around it are the security challenges and how you secure the data, actually. So we fundamentally, we, we do that in a different way than we did five, ten years ago uh, with the cloud-based storage and, and outside vendors and, you know, clinicians and patients that want access to data on mobile devices. So we invested heavily in the security model to secure that data and how we're, how we're using it in a, again, I mentioned the federated way, the security around how we're, you know, what we're doing with the data becomes kind of at the forefront of, of our attention. Okay. In terms of kind of looking even, even beyond UPMC, I, I was, I'd seen the, the recent announcement about working with Carnegie Mellon and, and University of Pittsburgh. So is this just, just kind of more of the same thing of, you know, uh, looking towards like the greater goal of being able to really, you know, use these, use this data to, to improve care like on a, on a larger scale. Right, right. Yeah, that's, it's very exciting. I mean, in supporting the Pittsburgh Health Data Alliance, uh, you know, and partnering with, you know, great universities such as CMU and, and University of Pittsburgh. Uh, and, and with the purpose, you know, I mean, transforming the explosion of big data in healthcare, I mean, it's happening. You have clinical, financial, genomic data, and then and then applying new technologies around and products and services that will change. It'll, it'll absolutely change the way diseases are treated and prevent it. Uh, you know, just an example, imagine a smartphone app that, you know, could tell you what single dietary change could most improve your health, right? So based on your, you know, your genetic makeup. And we've, I think we've scratched the surface. And I, I think, again, if you, if you break it out into into the various phases. We've done the data aggregation piece over the X number of years, right? And technology, you know, if, I, if you go back 10 years, I think technology many times was the barrier in being able to do something. And, and that has been a huge paradigm shift where technology is, is a, you know, it, it's an enabler in so many ways. I think we're trying to catch up on the, on the clinical side and on the business side on how, you know, how do we use this in the this data in the most meaningful way so that i think that that alliance will allow us to absolutely jettison uh how we use data in in kind of that patient centered care and more surgical if you will in and how we how we treat a patient surgical in a, in an exact way more so than a clinical surgeon uh surgical way but right. just be more so much more exact and and so much more predictive in and how we how we uh patient care. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.